Welcome to That One Time in Business with me, your host, Casey Renee, a creative director and brand strategist who has a million and one stories and lessons to share. Now remember, these are teachable moments with a twist and a laugh. So let's get started. All right, so boom. Today we're going to talk about bothering basics with basic bitches. Did you hear me? Bothering basics with basic bitches. All right. <laughs> All right, so there's a reason and there's um there's chaos to the madness. Is that what they say? Yeah. That's not what they say. There's Okay, don't worry about it. So, we're talking about this today because I know in business and I've had a couple of stories I'm going to kind of mash them all up in one because it all falls under the same topic of bartering. So, if you do not know what bartering is, I can tell you the Webster's uh uh, definition, but I can also tell you my definition. So my b- definition is if I do something for you, you're going to do it for me and that shit better be tight, just as tight as the shit I'm going to give you and it better be of equal value, not lesser and boom. Now, Webster's is the action of subjecting one, one spouse or partner. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Oh, I looked up battery. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, bro, you tripping. Okay, so Webster defines bartering as the exchange of goods and services for other goods and services without using money. Okay, so with that being said, we already knew what bartering is, but if y'all want to act like y'all don't, because I know y'all going to make y'all points. So let's make sure we have the exact verbiage so you know what you're making your point towards. That's a gem, okay? All right, anyway. So in bartering, do I like to barter? Actually, I do. If it makes sense, the more and more that I like grow in my business, I try to do it less and less. Um, one, because with bigger businesses and more business, you have more expenses. I can't be bartering my life away. You know, I can't barter my roof over my head. So I make sure that the barter is something that either can benefit me. Um, now, I do not look at, remember, bartering is two-sided. So if I think something is a good opportunity. I don't classify it as bartering. It's just something that I have to eat. And I say that point to you because you expecting that that situation brings in income. So basically you're doing it for a name and to get your name out there. Now there's no promises that anything is going to come from it. And you have to be ready to Take that on when you think about it. So it's not a barter. Don't think you're bartering with your friend if something's just going to get your name because we can't equate that to monetary values. You don't want to deal with that later on. And, okay, keep that in mind. So as far as bartering, what do I barter? I do barter my services um, for sometimes goods, which hopefully doesn't stop because I want to be a digital influencer. So, you know, <laughs> your girl wouldn't get them anyway. Um, for goods, also certain services. I know that one time I bartered for like copy. One time I bar- bartered for illustration. So things that help benefit or further push, push my business, I'm all down for those. But let's also address the elephant in the room and what the point of this podcast episode is for. Sometimes bartering goes bad, okay? And, it's, I, you know, to be honest, I don't think people mean for bartering to go bad. I, I really don't want to even put that on people, you know, because if I did put that, I think they do it intentionally, then what I said at the beginning of the episode with basic bitches would be true. But it's not. I really think in bartering, you have to sit and have a conversation about, like, 
real expectations, okay? Because I know for myself, and I'm going to, I'm going I'm to I'm be my own lesson. And I, I don't want to say I still do it to this day because I don't, but I do have the mindset of it. If I have a paying client who has something that needs to get done, but then I have somebody over here that needs to get something done and they're bartering, I'm going to do the paying client stuff first. Which should not happen because if we have these rules laid out, then it'll be parallel. But sometimes you get like that, especially if it's like a close friend or things like that. But that's a whole nother rundown for another day. Um, but when I feel like it's equal or it really benefits me or it's something that I know I can get back in a timely like fashion, then I'm, I'm more prone to get it done in the right way. And I notice that other people's are. Meaning is, say I barter and give you design services. I'm actually, you know what? I'll use a real example. I'm in a barter right now. I am doing design service for products, a product creation um, that I'm getting. So that barter, even though it might not be 100% equal, it is more than 100% equal in my eyes, because these are the things that I know I needed, I would not have paid attention to, and you have to think, in essence, in a bar, you got to think what it really will do to you in that moment. Me bartering right now is pulling me up faster than they might think because um, my what I asked for is less than what they're getting. But the monetary, there's no monetary value for getting my products fast. There's no monetary value for them. I know getting it done, putting in press sheets and checking and doing all these things that I don't want to do. So I can't equate that. So I'm okay. So if it's a barter like that, that makes sense. All for it. Okay, now to the story. Okay, that was like five minutes of rants. Take it. I promise I won't do it a lot. Okay, so one time I had a barter with an individual. Are they listening? I'm I'm not even gonna lie. They really could be listening. Um, we had um a barter, and I don't know, the barter was like going really good. I don't even want to say what the barter was for because it'll really like pinpoint the person. However, just know it was equal. It felt it, very, it felt very equal. I didn't feel like anything was on top of anybody or no one was under. It felt very equal. So the barter started out going really good. Um, and they were doing really well juggling their clients. I was doing really well juggling my clients. And I think the both of our scopes were to end on the same time, which was about three months. We realistically was like, hey... This is what I need. And I said, we matched each other where it's like, okay, three months, let's get it done. Well, we're doing well. And I just kind of noticed that things, small things would like start to stack on top of my end of the bar barter. And it wasn't so much revisions. It was, hey, um, I just, I'm going to do this or launch this really quickly. Do you think you could whip up a social media template? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay. I'll do a social media template if you give me this. So I was I was paying attention to it, but what was happening was you would get that social media template immediately. But what I asked for, we first needed the prior stuff for, so I wouldn't get it till the end of the barter. By the end of the barter, because it's not written down contractually, because we also had like a, it wasn't a, no, it's a signed contract. We had a signed contract. But now it's not on yours. You got yours immediately where... In the middle, this is, I don't get this to the end of the month. You won't forget. I'm going to forget. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so busy. Then it starts to be unequal. So I did all my work. I, did, I honestly said I did all my work and more. This is where the barter, like, fell short. 
I got abandoned randomly. So <clears throat> in design, you're going to get these piece by pieces. And we had checkpoints in our contract. So I know people are going to be like, well, I just don't give her your shit until it's done. Well, we had checkpoints and the big piece of what I needed, I wouldn't get till three months, but I got like little glimpses and things here and there. Okay. I really wish I could tell you guys what the fuck I'm talking about, but I can't just track with me here. So I gave them their stuff because they were in need and that was part of the agreement. They got their stuff, especially also they had to send it through trademarking all the legalities to meet a, a deadline. Hence why they need to barter. Um, so this is why it rubbed me wrong because we were done with the barter. Well, I was done with my side of the barter and gone, like just nowhere to be found. It was just kind of like you like you. I felt really abandoned. I randomly get an email from another individual who says that I don't know. Hey, this is such and such. I'm going to be doing the work that such and such didn't do for you. So some people would be like, oh, that's what's up. At least they took accountability and they found somebody to do the work for you. I bartered with you, right? I bartered with you for your skill set. I bartered with you because I know what you do. I know I bartered with you because of your words. Now, luckily for me, this is one of the best situations that ever happened to me because now I have a long-time resource with the person that hit me. Hindsight, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know that in the time. You know, I'm like, this is, now this is really unfair. I, I want your talents. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask for your intern, your junior, whatever. That's not what that, what this is. So I felt slighted. The problem that a lot of people also spirit with barters is it ends business relationships or you don't know how to articulate when you feel slighted. So I got an email from her when like, when it was all almost like all over, like it was talking about some, I felt that you didn't really cater to what I needed and you didn't give me your best work and things like that. Oh, you got a bitch fucked up. You hear me? Those, that is something to be scared about when you barter people because you never want people to feel like that. Now, I'm not going to, let's be very clear. And I'm just going to call it Spade Spade and I'm going to tell the truth. You're not going to get my my time that everybody gets, but you're going to get my work ethic. You're going to get the work that everybody gets. Like, I'm not playing with that because ultimately, that's in my portfolio. Somebody asked you what, who did it. It's me, baby. <laughs> you know? So, I don't I don't play with that. But, it, that email, like, was very off-putting because it was like, you didn't get my best work, but you, you using it. And I seen people praise it and all this other stuff in your comments, but you think I didn't give you your best work? I felt like, and this is a tactic that business owners and y'all gonna hate me uh, unpopular opinion and that women do okay I think that when something doesn't go right Karen's um then no seriously then you start to like oh this is it's because of this or you did or whatever and I'm I'm not calling this person a Karen let me put that out there now because I'm not calling them I was just saying how women they do it a lot um I felt like you dropped the ball. So what you did was you tried to pin it on me for why you dropped the ball. I ain't do that. If this is a barter, this is what we agreed on. This is what it is. You dropped the ball. You have to take ownership. And as business owners, we we like to take ownership for things that we feel only will directly affect us, like financially or in our pockets. Not that will 
benefit us as a fucking human sometimes, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, we, I don't know when we got on this hill, but like, and TikTok, I said in the first episode, TikTok explores that. Like, you will not address things unless somebody makes it the first address of it for you. And we have to stop that. We have to come in first. We have to come in ready. We have to come in and defend ourselves, even if it's not like we'll win back some money, just because if we feel like we are morally wrong from who we're working for, barter, friend, whatever. Okay. So with that being all said, <clears throat> let me wrap it up with some gems in a bow. So when bartering, I learned the following things. First, I learned, and I did it before, have a contract, have outline specificities i said it right on the first fucking time of what it entails and what you need so i think that needs to be outlined i even like to go further and have a conversation before even contracts like you know this could be an email for some people like hey like so the barter i'm in right now it was an email hey this is the idea that led to a hey this is a phone call before either one of us signs anything and you know Go from there. And that makes sense. Don't get into these barters where it's only emails because I don't write long emails. You know, I'm going to make it, try to make it as short and sweet and concise as I can, but then I'll leave out details. And that's how some people are in business. I'm a creative. I don't fucking write, you know? So that's one thing. You know, I, I don't I don't write. That's, that's why I use Grammarly. Like, I, I say shit like that all the time. And I don't do it. So, with that being said, outline it after a conversation. Make sure everybody's wants are addressed. Number two, with bartering. Pay attention to who you're bartering with. So, the first one was what you're bartering. This is the who, okay? Who, what, when, where, why, and how, okay? Who is very important. Think of their track record. And also think about their work. So, if you notice... And this is really how I could defend myself. If you look at my portfolio, everything is A++++++++. You know what I'm saying? Even through all these horror stories that you hear, I still want to give you A plus work. Why would I come to you and give you B? What would make you feel so special enough to know that I would give you B or C? I'm like, no, seriously. What would, what would make you special enough to think that? So think about who. Think about their track record. And then, you know what? If it could be, oh, I trust you, you trust me man, look at these people on Instagram. Because look, if a client is pissed, they are in their comments. Okay, so you'll find out if somebody work with them be like, hey, how does that work with you? Because if they can't work with somebody that's giving them money, they damn sure not going to be able to work with somebody that's going that's doing it for free. Like, no, nah, like, let's call a spade a spade. That's not happening, okay? Um, three, even though how we said it in the contract, how it needs to be formally written out, um, your scope with spaces, take breaks. I think that it should really be like, checkpoints but not just in verbiage form it needs to be legit okay so this is a three-month thing and this is where I messed up so this is a three-month thing each month if I don't have one two and three and you don't have one two and three we do not go on to the second month we stop the barter we cut it right here so yeah to make sure that you have those checkpoints is really important so the who the what the how we're going to do it you see you see you see I don't have a where for this Okay, and I do think that there should be, however, a why. There's a why you need this, because also if you hear people's story about why they're bartering or what they need it for, then they'll respect you and understand like, okay, she needs this for a conference that's coming up in two months. Then it'll make me be like, all right, Casey, you're in this barter and you know you cannot go past this date because then you ultimately 
you lost, you you messed up your side of the barter. So it's really important to ask those type of questions, what they need it for. I mean, besides all the just design questions, so you know what you're doing. But um, it's really important that you ask them what they want it for or need it for. So that way you can make sure that you have it to them if it's a physical item or files or anything of that nature, okay? So for the many women that I had had the opportunity to barter with, I do not think you're basic bitches at all. Some of you were lovely to barter with. I appreciate you. Some of you. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Y'all are trash. Yeah. You know, um, will I keep going? Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's right, I'm going to still do it. <laughs> to this day, I'm going to do it, okay? To this day! But just keep in consideration when you barter and you just Houdini on, motherfucker, this podcast could have went a whole different motherfucking way. Okay, bye. So did you enjoy the gems I dropped today? Or feel normalized after you push play? Well, feel free to like, subscribe, and share that one time in business with me, your host, Casey Renee. Now remember, we are all in this crazy shit together. Late payments, bad attitudes, or just clients or colleagues that underestimated your worth, but you found a way to pivot? I would love to hear your story. I only have two rules, no client or company name, and tell me the lessons you learned. If this sounds like you and you want to be on the podcast, email me at that one time in business at gmail.com.